beloved. This is the Culture and Camaraderie Podcast, the most thought-provoking, introspective, industrious, creative discussion with myself, Damadici, Antivarius. Come on, come on. Yellow. What are you saying? What are you saying? Yazing. Yeah, so continue. We was having a conversation before. Blood. Go. Continue. I, um, so I was, um, like, I discovered, yeah, that uh, people don't care about other people. No, detail that, yeah. That aren't like them. That aren't specifically like them and don't agree with them on every single topic at hand. And I can, if you have, like, one disagreement, the friendship can be done. Are you to, oh, you're talking about friends. I'm talking about, yeah, I'm talking about Because I thought you were talking about people, people, like, because that's, that's how people are friends. You're not friends with people that you don't... You can disagree with. That you, that you don't necessarily relate to. You're less what? likely to be friends with people you don't relate to. That's just a no, fact. No, but I'm talking about, no, I'm talking about, you can have a disagreement on a topic. Yeah, but it doesn't mean you're going to be... Fr- it, it's, it's just a probability. It's like, it's like this idea, when you get older, it actually takes you longer to become friends with someone. The reason it takes you longer yeah. to become friends with someone is because you have more that. of a framework of what it means to, to of of building a. You have more of a, a framework of what kind of people you like being around, and that's based upon the things they think, the things they say, the the not just that. Like you are less willing to compromise because because when when you're younger and you're a kid and you're figuring out the world you're still building the framework of who you are. But as you get older, that framework is becomes more and more ingrained. So you know what to look for in a friend. So when you see things about people that you don't understand or agree with, or that's not what the way you think, of course, naturally, you're going to have less of a care for those things. I genuinely think that's the most unnatural thing that you can do. I don't think so. Like, gen- like, I, genu- I, don't think so. I genuinely believe it's inhuman to do that. What's the point? It's like, what's the point it's inhuman. in... human? Look, you're not gonna get along with everyone. You're not gonna you be friends with to, everyone. Exactly, you don't need to get along with people that, to that's just, decide that's just that um, you're gonna not like them. Like you can have this whole picture of them, yeah, but then there's this little one segment that you're not totally in agreement with. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't like them when they've got it's all not of about these not other qualities. Them. Look, look, they, like, it doesn't people, necessarily mean they have hate you. A whole dynamic character, but you don't you don't agree with them on one sentiment so you're gonna chop that you, whole you need person to give con- out of your you life you need to give context you need to give complete no, context I'm, I'm, no saying, i don't I'm because there's about... levels to it because because you can do that gonna bust open this not right hate now. the person and have them as an acquaintance someone that you're not like you you know and there's people i rock past and i don't hate them i wouldn't even say i don't like them but i'm not gonna call them up i'm not gonna say we should go for a drink I'm not going to say, yeah, let's go to this thing because we're not friends like that. We do not think on the same wavelength. We're not, we're not on the same wave. That's just how it is. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I think it, uh, on the contrary, it's actually a case of that's a, how you know the kind of people whether or not to be around. I find it inhuman. It doesn't make that I find it. I find a general sentiment in like, I find it inhumane to decide upon one segment of a character 
whether or not you're gonna like that what's person. one segment of a character um, not even one segment of a character one segment of a personality let's say what, okay let's say away. let's say this person likes to um talk a lot or something or oh this no person, that's silly though or that's, this that's person different. that's different from talking about the way you think because you, you this, spoke about what the way someone thinks the way someone acts yeah you, there's like a whole person like you have a whole thing about you you're a whole human being i get it yeah so it's like you can't like someone someone really likes clothes and um they comment on the way you dress maybe and then you don't like that comment on the way you dress but that's the only like they like, let's say you're with someone they they um they comment about the way you dress and then you just have a normal conversation afterwards and that's just what they do because because of how they feel about clothes they'll comment on what you're wearing and then they'll, oh, and, and they'll okay. comment on what other people are wearing and so on and so forth because that's what they either do or that's just them that's just the thing that they like to do but one day you might decide i don't like the way this person comments on clothes so then now you're not you going to like the way they comments on clothes and i'm just talk, like i'm like literally it's just a scenario in my head like that's part of someone's character that is a character a character trait would be that person just likes to comment on clothes because that's what they do and that is um an innate part of them innate part of them is wanting people to dress well or something okay. but then suddenly this suddenly maybe one day you decide i don't like that it's a bit weird maybe that this person um comments on the way that people dress but that's not their whole character. It's just something that they do every now and then or something. Okay. That Yeah, that... that I, I get what you mean from is that, that cause perspective. To, is that cause to cut off a relationship? When Yeah, but that's completely like, different from the way someone thinks. Because you're saying... Okay, just because someone thinks differently... Give me an example of how... Example of someone thinks. Because is, that is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about um, someone who lacks to go expensive places or something mm -hmm. and you won't really go out unless they unless you're going to an expensive place mm -hmm. is that cause to not have a friendship with them what well because they because they like to have they either either one even either one okay for, is that cause to not like someone because they don't like going expensive places no, no, of course not. or no, no, no. okay and that's yeah. the type of stuff i'm talking about okay yeah well yeah no that's right like but, but that's what i'm saying it's like nah, stuff like, like that <clears throat> you when when you meet someone like that this is what i'm saying it's like like me it's not even about a grudge thing anymore man it's just like with stuff like that it's it's like this weird thing of people are always gonna have that because w when it's like that that person never saw you as a friend like really or it's not even that they didn't see you as a friend it's that they have a f their own framework of the way they're looking at the world and it's like they're treating you like that because it's it's just a respect thing it's 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 they don't respect you or vice versa or they feel in in the case of that where you're saying about the restaurant yeah the guy who can't or doesn't want to go i guess it, yeah it's, either way it's 
Oh yeah, well the guy who can't, who doesn't like going to just expensive places feels disrespected. So he might say, "I don't want to be this. I don't want to chill with this guy anymore because he feels disrespected what? by the other guy." No, you like you because only go out every now and then, but. My let's point say, is, no, let's no, say you just have. I'm not like, saying it's right. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. That's every, not what the conversation okay, I'm making here. All right, That's all right, not what okay, I'm saying. Okay, I'm okay. explaining as to the the way that these people might think. It's not about right or wrong because at the end of the day, and and this is where because and this is where I need to articulate this. When you're like going through life and you've got friends, like everyone's got their own shit. Everyone's got their own yeah. stuff to deal with. Yeah, and I'm happy with that. So, so when it comes down to stuff like that, that's not anything to do with the person who's being disrespected. If it's just off a simple thing, it's, it's like when you're a kid, man. It's like a kid will hear something about that someone else and be like, they might have been that person's friend for five years and for no other reason than they heard another girl in another class or another guy in another class say some madness. Exactly. They'll they'll be like, I can't hang around with that but, person anymore. But this is exactly what I'm talking about. That is kid shit. This 100%. is not. This is an adult world. Yeah. You said we have frameworks of how we yeah, are. One hundred percent. People have lived dynamic lives for let's say when we're talking about us, twenty five years before de- anyone's even met us. Anyone who's even met us. Mm-hmm. So you don't know this whole person's personality. You just know what you're seeing on a particular day that you two are hanging around or you as a group are hanging around. So your judgment of that person's character cannot come by through one or two or three interactions. There can't be Yeah, like, but you're not no, really I'm friends talking, if you talking, had one or two or three exactly, interactions. And, but people will have judgment calls of one or two or three interactions. That's not someone you want to consider a friend. And that's not, that's not people that I want to consider to even have a dynamic thought process or even an exceptional mind or even someone that's human i just feel it's it's less it's less than human to just decide like really big like because that's a really big decision to decide to not like someone like you can nothing somebody but then to not like someone but see, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That is that is wild. Like yeah, but see, that's like, what I'm saying. I don't. I don't. This have... is a conversation. This is a easily can like turn into a conversation about like jealousy. Take it, there, insecurity. Da, 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 da. No, ju- <laughs> like uh, this is the new discovery for me. I'm he like, just I'm twirled like, his fingers in there. I'm, <laughs> I'm like really I trying to. Sh- wrap I wish my... I could. F- this is where we need video. <laughs> I need to wrap my head around this. Oh wait, fam. It's episode ten. <laughs> God damn. Yo, it. yo, can you change the time thing? Because not so many yeah. numbers. But yeah, it's episode ten. Blood, we're here. We're finally here. We spoke about it, and you see how we just came in on the mics. You know, no interruptions. Just you know, we set up quick. You don't even know how quick we set up as well. So it's like we just came in, switched on the things, and we just have another conversation. We are on this thing. Ah, 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 ah. Blood clotting us it. rotting. You're not seeing me on the party. <laughs> Starting. Oh, my birthday is tomorrow. Are you sick? <laughs> ooh, ooh. Episode 10. Yes, mate. 
Oh, fam, I can't wait to get the soundboard for next year. Oh. Yeah, there's a lot that still needs to be done. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> oh, man. And then I'm going to have your drop there, and it's going to be like, giddy, 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 giddy. Episode 10. Are you sicko mode? Sicko mode. It's mad, it's mad. Nah, fam, we've been doing this for 10 weeks. 10 weeks, blood. We're here. 10 weeks. Yeah, it's mad. We didn't get the bottle, but you know. Consistency is key. That's calm. That's calm. Like, literally, um, this is like my favorite part of the week i'll genuinely look forward to just talking for like an hour and a half or two hours just on random stuff now but yeah like a just conversation i just genuinely look forward to it and it's like i well at least in this year it's been like the most stressful year like launching my company um, doing this book launch book event and all of this type of stuff it's happening on the 29th by the way location will be um well actually well actually fam a whole load of stuff is gonna happen let me not even talk more about that but yeah just getting all of this stuff done fam before we even started talking like i was just lying in bed my body wasn't even working i had to pop um a painkiller just to like you know, be able to move around the house efficiently and stuff. All of that rubbish. Scared to go outside. All of that, all of that stuff. But we're here having this conversation because it's something we plan to do every single week without fail. And that, like... The way that your brain starts to get wired when you decide to do something every single week. Mm-hmm. It's a different game. It's literally a different game because I remember literally October last year when I started dropping like one blog every single week. Like that's just four that's four blogs. That that's not that wasn't a big deal for me back then because I had all of these new ideas popping into my head. Mm-hmm. But then like when I started getting into groove and then I hit December and I dropped a blog every single day after Christmas, I was like, raw. And like, I still had blog ideas for January and February. I was like, huh? Mm-hmm. Am I, am I a guy? Like, and this is all with like, going to the hospital. I think that's, I think that's the name of the podcast. <laughs> am I a guy? <laughs> like, going to the hospital, like, doctors fucking me over all of this rubbish and like all of that type stuff and it's like i was still dropping blogs every single week and i still had more ideas to go then february hit and i was like it's almost spring spring of the rookie yeah. <sighs> my mm-hmm. first concept high viz dropping content every single day of a singular concept which matched um part of my thesis of working like it takes about seven years to be a rookie all of these guys are in and all of this type of stuff and like they have real good companies but they're still new and it's still and like it worked 
became like April became my biggest month, and then I obviously I done the Sickle Cell blog thing, and um, that was made. That became my biggest month, and then like I think I don't know, but it was just like everything was stacking, 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 and then now I'm like dropping um content every single day, and it's like wow, Prime Night is really like elite behavior it's like being a high performance individual just knocking something like being being on job and saying you're gonna do a job every single day and you're gonna care about what you're doing every single day that's just like that's prime that's like you're moving at a pace that you are like um you are responsible for and that pace isn't just you know you can do it it's like you know you could do better so you do that better thing Mm -hmm. and it's like you know you're pushing and then you feel yourself pushing yourself then so then like you and i can't wait to reach the equilibrium where i can work and like um i can just be on like an all right terms physically and all of that type of stuff and it's like but right now i feel myself pushing myself Mm -hmm. Like I just had to post a um a post today on my Ara Tech page. Like I run three IG pa- wait, is it three IG pages? Four IG pages, and um two Twitter pages. And obviously, I've got like my three um Facebook pages and my Facebook um account. Mm-hmm. So that's all of those places just content just flying every single day and it's like (sighs) like it would it would have been unimaginable for me four years ago four years ago i could never have done that i didn't even have the mind to put out that much content that's at least 100 pieces of content a day Mm. so yeah man praise jar like when I say now, peace, blessings, and salutations, I genuinely mean that. Like literally, look up those words. Like those words mean something when they come out of my mouth. Like beloved. When I when I call people beloved, like you are a person who is loved. Like that's by me. Like and this and this is why I have that problem with the people. Like just to bring it back around, it's like I just love people so much and like. I realise that I do expect things from people. I expect you to be human and do good by people and love your fellow brothers and sisters. But that's not what people do. And it's like, with me, um, I know I can't change someone's character, but I can change how someone acts about a situation. So if one of my friends or someone who I want to consider a friend is homophobic or just like, says random homophobic things i'm not like i can't exactly tell them to feel a certain way about gay people or not but i can be like yo pump the brakes you can't be speaking like that out here like because when you have friends they they're kind of um a representation of you in a certain type of way and that's why i get um not wanting to be too close to someone but at the same time you gotta pattern the people that you're around whether they're really close or they're not. So, and okay, you gotta be, so you got to be a f- accountable for your fellow black man. So, really, so, or black okay, woman. So, when would you, when would you, cut, some someone, when would you cut, cut someone off? I've never cut anybody off. 
people have when, always when would you that's why I, I was would never would you? you would never i would never people can always grow and change mm. and i'm a variant in people's well, then what, lives what makes you bring someone into your circle anyway then what makes you bring someone into my circle um there's nothing someone has to want the pleasure of my company and that's and me i know i'm a general challenge so like, i'm easy you have to be of um you have to be like at first it's like you have to be a good human but then now it's like you gotta have good ethics and principles so you gotta be an upstanding citizen like me i'm an upstanding person in my community i help out the kids in schools i have proteges i mental people like i'm like i'm a real jigger like i'm really out here and just by the work that i do it helps inspire and push other people forward. So you can't just be having me around or just be a normal person anyways. Mm. Like you're going to be something. You're going to do something. And like it's you're, you're going to feel the strain on yourself. You're either going to feel jealous. You're going to feel like um, I'm condescending in a way or I'm this or I'm that. But you're you're really gonna want to do something you're you're gonna you're gonna want to be the best version of yourself and find and discover that and i know that's why i like i'm a variant so i can i can grow and change what do you mean by variant like um my 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 presence changes the way people think Mm -hmm. so no not even changes the way people think it even introduces people to better thinking. Like I'm, one of my original skills, it was ingenuity. Mm -hmm. Like I think it's either something I was gifted or born with or like something that I grew into because of like having to deal with Sukso and like having to think of different ways to um, attack a situation. Like just from even my fighting style literally my like because i don't street fight like i don't trade blows i parry and reversal or exchange weight it's more like taekwondo Mm -hmm. because i know people are going to be heavier than me but i know that i'm faster than people so they can't hit me at a pace that i can't see Mm -hmm. so i can get out of the way and then use their way as leverage for me to like get out of the way or to like put them on defense like even from that it's like and i'm obviously not a formally trained fighter or nothing like that but that is just a, a semblance of something that i've known and done since i was like 10 10 12 years old mm. well eight years old and stuff well really 13 years old is really when i started fighting but um yeah i've always fought people bigger than me because I've always had a mouth on me. It's like either change your mouth or put up your hands. Mm-hmm. And I had that choice. And I said, I ain't stopping talking for nobody, fam. I'm, I'm damn Laura Yusuf out here, you feel me? So you got to put up your hands. And in where I grew up, like putting up your hands, like if you're representing your family outside, you have to put up your hands. Like you can't be a pussy out here representing your family. That's that's not mm-hmm. the way it runs. So, gotta do what you gotta do. Duh, you know that's old school me. 
but knew me like when we talk about ingenuity and um better thinking it's like people access creative thought when they speak to me people become more of the person like like i've noticed that people think around me that like when we're having a conversation they think and i i've noticed that people don't usually think so when people don't think and then they start thinking like they start using like um low level debate tactics mm-hmm. like and um and you start seeing like um either the cognitive dissonance or like um the red herons that they would use and it's like I can see what you're trying to do here but it's not that deep like you you're not really doing it in the right way and like there was this um this conversation I had a couple weeks ago I think it was on episode three of the after episode three of the podcast it was like I was talking about um great character and upholding my culture mm-hmm. and these people were talking about um not just pronunciation but um like they were talking about a really low level subject they were talking about something that was um what's this thing called again it's like it's like um it's not really necessary it's like um it's like you know when someone nitpicks pedantic that's the one so it's like i was talking about really being a person of your culture and being able to understand your heritage okay, and all of these things well, I was. I said uh, the conversation went something like, um, "Where are you from?" And I said Jorobaland. And they asked me what's my name. I said Damilari. And they and um, well, obviously they asked me what my name was first, and then I said I'm from Yoruba. Like yes, Nigeria, but you know, Nigeria is really a Portuguese word that derives from this uh, like it's not like a lagos is portuguese so it's not really the name of the place it's the name that a colonizer put on the place so i don't really like using those terms so i say i'm from yoruba land because that is more to what the name of the land or the people who are on the land is mm-hmm. and they were like but you say your name in an english accent i was like and you say and you say other yeah, Yoruba people's name in English accent. You even say Yoruba in English. I was like, is this really what we're talking about here? Are we talk Are we talking about trying to figure out something that someone has taken away from you, or are we trying to figure out the reason I have an English accent? <laughs> like. Why, was what like, was the point? Because people don't even exactly what was what was the point of that? But people, the, here's the thing: people don't even like calling me Damilari. Like I have to fight for my name, so I can't really be like um, fight for people to even use like the Yoruba pronunciation first. And I've even noticed that my accent is not going to change at all. Like I can like flex it a bit, like it. Um, I can do inflections, but by that, like, this is my accent, bruv. Like, any any language I'm speaking from now on is going to be this rough accent right here. But, yeah, it's like, so what, like, 
and then it's like okay so now so when we're talking about thinking it's like this is obviously the first time you thought today because this is not like like if you're really channeling like high level frequency thoughts mm-hmm. and you're channeling like deep 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 conversation which that was that was a really deep conversation that you know you don't really throw new people in there but you know you ask the where, question where did you meet this friend what was it like just was, was just you a, at an uh, event or yeah it was just a party you know i was with a friend like and this, me and this friend genuinely generally have deep conversations and stuff so it's like um oh and it was this friend that that said it oh someone else mm. at the party. just yeah just a couple randomers but yeah i was like it was just a bit it was a bit you know it was a bit funny but yeah more to the point it's like when i like like i do this thing where um people want jobs or they want to get paid or they want to know the type of stuff that they can do in their industry so i break down the industry and the type of things that you can do to get that job so like it's like we were talking about before i think it was two episodes ago um whereby we're not just an artist or a writer it's like you can score a movie like that's mm. like that is not out of your realm of understanding mm. and it's not out of the realm of skills that you could have mm. like but some people just want to make beats or some people just think making beats is the only thing that you can do mm. some people may not even know that you can put beats up on YouTube and like um, those two hour session things and the study beats things and you can make a lot of money off that. Mm. Some people don't know that. So it's like really breaking it down and showing them like the ingenuity factor, being able to um, be more of the person in your industry and like really having a broader mindset towards the thing that you're doing and not having the narrow point of view. So yeah, it's like, um, and it's like, I don't need to just be a writer of a book or of blogs that like i can i can i can write a book that like if we start in that fashion blogs like okay i can write um stuff about fashion mm. i can write stuff about style okay i can find a separation between style fashion and fashion history okay i can create a storyboard and a a real great concept of what fashion is and where it can go and I can build the storyline and find reference points in the past and present that are pointing to this direction that I'm talking about in the future. Mm. That's industrial, that's the industrial sneaker revolution, evolution, um, renaissance that's happening right now. So, but then that's just fashion, isn't it? But I've got ideas about life. I can write about those. Like what's, what's really stop? Like what is really the rules to writing? Like what's really stopping me? Because writing a concept like that, a high vis concept like the evolution, revolution, renaissance, mm-hmm. that's a high vis concept. So, if I can write a story like that and a thesis like that, I can one hundred percent write a thesis about um, sickle cell. Like, and people don't even see the connection. They don't even see the connection in the style of understanding. Like, but I have that neural pathway that says if I can write about this. I can 100% write about that. It's research. It's gaining understanding. It's history. 
and then it's conceptualizing ideas for a better future that's class that's classical philosophy like that's classical thinking like and not just that i can write a book i can write poems i can write songs i can write essays i can write any anything to do with words i can start a podcast like what is what is really stopping me like if if what i do is use words then with that i can create a lane for myself or even um a tapestry of things to do around words like my career is with words it's not a writer it's not a producer it's not a product designer it's not an engineer it's not um an author it's not a philosopher it's words it's human thinking understanding and really generating um thoughts for a better future it's like really what i do is there's not really a word for it well actually there's there's a phrase for it but i don't really want to say the phrase um and it's not really coming to mind clearly but it's it's words that's what i'm doing what i'm doing is playing with words it's nothing like but yeah so that that is that over there so when we really all the way back in it's like i want humans to be better and for that i have to be malleable and more of myself and being more of myself is being a variable in someone's life being able to show them the winds of change of even being able to um guide them through that change because showing someone they can be better or showing someone a bigger perspective and being able to guide them through are two completely different Mm. things like i used to when i was a kid like with the charisma that i have it's like i could blow somebody up into thinking that they can be bigger than life itself but they didn't have the execution to be forthwith about it and it's like I just didn't like I just didn't like the way that felt mm. because that can crush someone even more like being able to see the whole world around you that or to see more of the world outside the point of view that you were before and then to a pl- to a point where it's like oh I can't even achieve that how do I achieve that and then now you're asking yourself all of these questions and like questioning who you are as a human being and it's like 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 because it, it really like it really reminds me of um of uni and the vima days it was like it's like it's like one of those like quirky things where it's like i never want to i never want to be this person again and that's when that's when i stopped talking that's when i took those years out i was like i can't mentor anyone i can't like i can't like if i can't guide someone through this process that I shouldn't really be talking. Mm. Like words are powerful. Look, like, like, that's when I realized that like, my words are a powerful thing. My charisma's a powerful thing. I can't really be using it too much. Mm. So I had to be able to not only understand industry and decide to take on entertainment as a whole rather than my point of view of entertainment or my um my career path in entertainment, but to really 
understand what is the landscape of economics around me and it's like learning economics and then learning business and then learning all of these really cool ways to engineer money because I knew money can be made anyhow but I didn't know how to show other people that money can be made anyhow I didn't know how to show people that they can get a job by any means mm. like I was telling my boy it was like um he wants to he wants to like um have his own business but it's like he doesn't have the essential skills yet so I was like you can easily get a job at any place with with the um, age you are now and what you have at your disposal you can still have that business you can run your paycheck through that business account and you can even take off some of your expenses so now you're running a business and you're gaining experience and not only that you're in a management position <clears throat> because you have certain skills like he's like like he's good with numbers so it can easily be someone's um personal bookkeeper or something mm. but it's just it's just the idea to say look you can 100% own houses like that's not saying that you can't, you don't have the um mentality or skill to do that but it's like you can gain skills with somebody else while still being your own person mm. and it's it's really it's really understanding that th those two aren't um which call it mutually exclusive and when you understand that it's like you can be cold in this game but yeah it's uh, i i like i've i've come to i've come to the impasse where it's like yeah like i said like i'm about to be 27 like it's not just about being myself it's about being an upstanding member of my community and being able to show people certain things and helping people grow and like you know you just can't be a little kid out here just you know move like i can't i can't just be i can't see myself moving average out here mm. like obviously i've never really cared about how much money i've made particularly and that has um that has never really hindered me but it's definitely hindered how people see me because i don't care about money that much mm. i care about how you feel about what you're doing and that is not um a big perspective that everybody shares so i have to be a person who makes a lot of money and is able to look after himself as well as um help other people so i have to put my seatbelt on first mm. so and the only way that i can do that is um use myself as case study and my life as thesis it's like although i've got all of these struggles going on it's like it can still be done like i'm running on 60 percent of my capacity and i know that every single day because mm. if if like i had no pain every single day and I was, I had full health. I know I'd be killing it out here. I'd not easily be on six figures. I could like, cause that, that means I could do any single job out there, any job. But it's only because of my circumstances I had to engineer different types of thought to gain different things. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, 
that's that's that drive though it's like you gotta have that drive and you gotta care and you gotta want it enough and you gotta and me it's so what what if you don't what if you don't what if all those things are missing from someone <clears throat> if drive is missing from someone mm. if they don't want it they don't want it man that's fine mm. Like I'm not gonna force it on someone. Like it's up to someone to see. It's up to someone to know the path. But if you don't want it, fam, bro, there's like literally millions of ways to make money in this world. Mm. Literally, people cut off their hair and sell it to mm. people in England for four hundred, but like pounds a bundle. That's mad. In Peru, so that's four hundred British pounds in Peru. Mm. that feeds the whole family so it's like you can make money and you can live a normal life out here you don't need to be extraordinary like me and you have had this conversation 101 times mm. I wish I could be normal I wish I could just work in a law firm be a barrister like, or even like um, just be a corporate lawyer um, just, just work in a bank or something just do something like to me that's just normal Mm-hmm. But it's like there's this either this thing or it's this idea of being the extra normal, the outer normal, the the different that I embody, and it's like people see that, people are attracted to that. But really, what are the skills that I have? So now I have to be more than that, more more than anybody else thinks is possible and then people saw it but i didn't see it myself so then now it's like i'm almost on 200 blocks in a year i didn't even know whether i was going to make it to 52 Hmm. that's just that i'm going to be in 200 blocks probably by november Hmm. and that's just to say it's like whoa (laughs) it's like 200 remember when you were literally months ago when you were like you've done 100 already Mm. And I was like, yeah, like I, I, like, I don't even know what my own achievements are. But it's just a thought of there's, there's, there's more things to do out here than to just be, um, what people expect you to be, or what you think you should be doing. Mm. It's like you could do anything. And maybe that's too much choice for one person, but that's why people work within the framework of their skills. It's like, mm. if you've got this skill, do that. And you can work with a great salary off that. Two vacations a year. That's bless. Some companies, what, it's like 30 days or something? Mm. So it's like, yeah. That is blessed, including weekends. Bless. Nine to six. That's bless. You don't have anything physically wrong with you. Mm. And you can wake up every day normal and not have to like fear for anything going wrong. That's bless. Like a normal life is blessed, mm. but people don't see it as that. So yeah, it's like, bro. Like you woke up every d- this morning, your heart is being like me. I can't run to the station without feeling pain. So it's like, 
can't run like a hundred meters without feeling pain. So it's like, bruv, I can only imagine the shit that I could do if like I was working at a hundred percent. Like I'm working on sixty percent. Mm. I, f- I literally think about this every day since um I finished writing my soccer saw blogs. Like this is one of the ones that I've got in the tuck. It's like I just think like raw. There's people out here that really play like high level sports, push their bodies to the limit. And it's like oh, like the human body can do that. If it's just like normal or physically gifted. And there's normal people out here that can do forty hours a week, going to a job, commuting back, um and stuff like that and not not doing not feel anything and you can be mentally okay with that normal life like you can just be like this is my life and you know <laughs> got my girl or i got my guy and then um, we got a dog or something and we go out every weekend or we meet um together on thursdays after work we go for drinks we see each other in the week oh, fat bruv the shit I would give for no- like normalcy <laughs> this is this life yeah it's not even just exciting it's like blessed mm. and people don't know how blessed they actually are to just be living in this first world country some people that have to like there's people like me who are outside the ordinary that have to think about how am I gonna fucking hell, bruv. That are gonna have to think about my bad. Hold on a sec. Sorry, go on. Continue. Yeah, that have to think about having to get electricity for their village, build a generator, or even get running water from a well and it's like what like we're here in England or in America which is where um our podcast is mainly and it's like how how are you how do you not feel it like how do you not feel that how do you not feel the what's gratitude it's like it's not it's not just it's like the vibrations that the like it's like um i i have so much bravado in england like no one has to die like no one has fear of like imminent death for hunger unless you're like homeless or something but then that's some decisions that i've never seen a homeless kid so that's like some certain decisions that someone has made but let's say you live a normal life and you're with your family and you just left uni or something and all of that stuff like whoa do you even went in uni like that's like there's a vibration in the air that is like that should be kicking you in the backside saying i can live whatever life i want and i have skills to be able to execute the things that are out here mm. and i can be useful to somebody i can be useful to the community or my economy or to the government and like we can do things out here 
if we work together if we if we were together if like to bring it back to um the the very first conversation it's like i can decide like you can like even just the idea that um you can decide to not like someone is a luxury by the way it's a massive luxury because there's obviously like some people out here that have a racist boss or something Mm. so it's like this is the job you love this company but your um your co-workers racist and it's like can't really say anything like what do you say to hr and it's like are they even gonna understand and it's like there's like but you can decide to not like that person you can decide to not speak to that person you can even change jobs you can leverage your position at one company to get more money from another company and it's like good golly on me man there's like so many things that you can do over here and it's like and that's that's the point of being a variable like mm. when you have a variable system of analysis of the of this place that we're in and the economy that is and the way that it's running it's like i can really do anything mm. like don't you think that sometimes it's like you can just do be anything and you have skills and you have skills that people want from you that all people ask for me is to think like that's what people ask for me every day think like and they like they just like the way I think mm. yeah but I think you've got to be in tune with your skills don't you you've got to be in tune with, Fam, with the skills you've got everybody's every, like if your skills is numbers if your skills is memorization if your skill is yeah, but it's, that's why I'm saying it's it's being in tune with those things. But you've got to know your skills. Look, there's some people that like, and this is and this is a look. It's not a big problem with society, but it's like um one of those main ones. But if you had no skills, there's retail jobs out there. You can build skills in the retail sector mm. or even the construction sector, and you can work your way up to foreman. Yeah, but but, you can, but that's it's also about being. But that's why I say being in tune because you got a you've got to be aware of what your you've got to be aware of what your aptitude is going to be best suited to that's a lot of thinking that's a lot of thinking generally like what do you like to do and then you do that like that's that's a lot like that's a big part of it what do you like to do and then you do that and then you ask yourself yeah but what what you like to do you might not necessarily be good at or be the best be best suited to you those are two different things isn't it it's like um it's like a middle ground yeah and then you have a, to find the, the things that that's what society that's to. what this first world is it's like the middle the middle is allowed to live a normal life the middle is allowed to live a normal life like in Nigeria the cream rises to the top very very fast because the economy needs it that's why you, when you hear Nigerians go from Nigerians go from Nigeria to America or Nigeria to England to succeed why because they 
know what the circumstances are over here, over there. And the range to succeed in England and in America is just like the gap is like so massive, like and just like you're you're allowed to succeed even in the most mundane ways. The most mundane ways. So it's like you have to be aware and thoughtful of the i just the idea that you're allowed to succeed even if you're average. You're allowed. Like there's you're allowed to be a success at an like at an average level. Mm. You're allowed. Like <laughs> a lot but a lot of people don't know that. And that's it's not why it's funny, but it's why it's like um it's why a lot of this is like you need gratitude. It's like you need to know that you can definitely have a great life at a mundane level. You can have a great four bedroom house, two and a half kids, and you know, two cars outside on mundane salaries. Mm. Fam, this world is like, this first world societies are meant for the middle. The middle make economies move. And the danger is the the fear of like just being over mundane. It's like, and it's like really the fear of just being what over mundane. It's like too much, um, too much normalcy. Too much um, the, like the median is massive, and the high, the upper echelon is very very small. Mm-hmm. It's like the separation, like not the separation, but it's like the number. The number values is like it's like huge because of the way that you're allowed to be average and just live a normal life and um some people don't even want to excel because they know that they can fall back and just be on gear free and there's like there's some people like there's some people right now in high level positions that are just on coast they don't even like care about going up or going down they just want to hold that position they're just coasting they're not trying to move the economy forward move society forward in any sort of way they don't care about their neighbors they don't care about anyone else around them they care about them and their four and a half friends and um partner or something like that or maybe even that like more likely they're single or divorced and um they're one kid or one dog and they're on coast and it's like yo we ain't moving like if there was an emergency like certain people like that would kill themselves and that's like a mass that's like a massive problem it's like well i don't get what you're trying to say here what do you mean like in the in the big in the big picture because you're saying you're saying you can have a great life being normal yeah but then that, you go and say people like that kill themselves like no i'm saying like people that coast people like you can be your best self at an average level like oh, there's okay. there's people that are but what but that's what i'm saying but you then you the don't, context for what that's yeah like what you're saying well with the last example it's like the fear of a society is like you are there's certain people at positions where they're not trying to move anything forward 
So you're saying even if you're at that level of normalcy, you should be trying to move things forward. Yeah, you should you should care about everything around you, mm-hmm. and that that's where exactly what you said before, like the gratitude comes in. It's like you care about this society and the way that it's moving and the way it's allowing, because really and truly, it's allowing you to live like this. Mm-hmm. It's allowing you, so you have to be grateful for it and want to better it in any way possible and not want to um, be afraid of the type of position that you could possibly lose because of it because you could 100% get another position mm-hmm. but everyone's trying to keep up with the Joneses and you know I he's got a Lexus so I need a Porsche and so on and so forth or I need a Maserati which is more the equivalent or a Jaguar and uh, but I can't pay off the Jaguar and it's like oh my god just like and now and now your heart's palpitating but really and truly you could have been okay with a Ford like your job is average but you want an extraordinary car mm-hmm. but you're not trying to push anything forward so you want more without bringing w- value at all that's crazy bro th- it, but society allows that you can 100% draw it alone against <laughs> the place that you're living and the salary that you make so now people have a hundred thousand pound loans based on the quality of life that they have in their four bedroom um 60k salary or even like 30k salary so you can you can do i think it's about four times that so your loan can be four times the amount of whatever um, your cost of living is right now so your car your house and um, the type of job that you have to sustain that so you can draw out what 150,000 just to get um, a certain type of car that you have and now you're overdue on bills and you're paying bills three months later and all of the, like and this is where like anxiety comes in it's like you're trying to keep up with people that aren't on the same wavelength as you and there's going to be other people that rocket past you and you think whoa why is this person rocket rocketing past me not knowing that that person is extraordinary and you're exceedingly normal and you need to be okay with the normal i need to be grateful that you're allowed to be normal you're you're allowed to be you're allowed to be a normal person but that person just wants it more uh, but you think that because you've been there longer, the person that wants it more shouldn't have it. Mm. People that want more for themselves and more for their space, adding value to the economy, get more quicker. Mm. So yeah, it's like, but that's like the two sides of the coin. It's like people don't know that whatever they're doing right now is normal, and they care for they care for what they're doing isn't high Mm -hmm. or the care that they're allowed to live that way isn't high they think that um it was they're owed it they think they're owed something when you're really allowed to be a certain type of way you're allowed you're like but if you want to be extraordinary this is the funny thing it's like because this is where it's like speaking for myself it's like the amount of sacrifices that I've made this year alone every single month people have asked me to go I've been like no fam just so I can save up for this month so that I can do my book launch and it's like 
her bro was like, <laughs> I smell money. And I was like, no, you smell sacrifice. Like, all the times that you asked me to go out and I didn't go out. All the times that I needed to do something and I was just at home, writing. Mm. Like, designing. I was at Yard. Like, there was, there was nothing that here that I was doing that is anything less than sacrifice. And I, I wasn't just chilling at home. I was fighting fear, terror, anxiety, and all of these other things while writing. And I had to find a better version of myself that's able to do the things that I'm doing right now. And this is like, fam, I can, I can only feel myself right now being able to get more because this isn't even capacity. This isn't even too deep. This is nine, nine months in and I'm doing okay for a person that's nine months in. I have an okay following for someone that's nine months in. Mm. So there's a certain understanding that all of us need to have about just what this space that we're in is, what we're allowed to do and who we are allowed we are allowed to be. And that's a lot that's got a lot to do with the people that you surround yourself with and who you even allow into your circle. And just because people are a bit different than you doesn't mean that you don't have anything in common. And that right there is like a big way that we can turn a lot of stuff around and it's like being of value in your communities, knowing all the different characters in your community. And it's like caring for those different characters and making sure that, not even making sure, but knowing that they're allowed to sustain their lifestyles just as well as you're allowed to sustain your lifestyle. It's just knowing who you are, isn't it? Fam, it's it's, it's it's not just that, it's knowing where you are and what you're allowed to do and who you're allowed to be well, yeah, it's a, who is it's around a, it's you. It's a self-awareness. Like, and when to... I say knowing who you are, it's not like, oh, I know who I am. Like, yeah, this is exactly... But, but I'm talking about... Extent. I'm talking a lot about care at the same time. I'm talking a lot about mm. um, caring for your environment. No, 100%. And like... Because that's a lot of what it is, is. It's like, you care that the economy is the way it is. You care about Brexit. You care about your next-door neighbour. You say hello to your next-door neighbour. You... Yeah, but see, a lot of these things they're built. You send Christmas upon cards to a lot your of these things. Yeah, but a lot of these things are built upon your the concept of of who you are. Oh no, they're built on the concept of what people have told you society is. Because who you are at our age, at least, isn't exactly discovered until we're at least thirty five. Like our brains fully formed at twenty five, at least the most thought, thoughtful part of our brains, mm. like just finished our brains have just finished collecting um information properly at tw- or finished growing at 25 so now let's let it marinate for a good five to ten years before we start talking about um who we actually are because we don't know that i don't know who i'm actually am or who i'm going to be 
I just know exactly what I can do right now mm. and the so. highest level that I can achieve right now. And and mm. I know I have the self awareness to know that I can do more. And mm. then it's making the decision to do more. Like that's what I told you before we started this podcast. It was like I know I can do more. I know that I know that there's something more that I can do. And I don't know what it is, but I need, I need to, I just need to do it. I need to fill this space and time that I've, mm. that I've got around me so that I'm doing, like, I feel comfortable doing this thing. And now we have the podcast and it's like, and I literally just shared like, um, the, the other, the other podcast, um, Creative Curator, uh, not podcast, I'm sorry, the, um, Creative Curator post that i wrote and it's like it was like full circle it's like creative curator with ricky culture and camaraderie with tyler and there's something about the seas of us that's a bit it's a bit funny but um that's that's a that's that's a divergent but what i'm saying is there's care thoughtfulness um introspection like discuss like knowing that this is a discovery this mm -hmm. age is a real discovery we have to care we have to have care about everyone that's around us because guess what like you can be very alone in your 30s for the people that you didn't decide to say hello to or didn't decide to keep around you in your 20s mm. like a lot of what we need in our 20s is to continue making friends continue meeting new people continue meeting people with different perspectives than us and allowing them to be alive around us mm -hmm. because you know everyone finds their fellow weirdo and their fellow comrade at like 22 23 and then they make like a little friendship group and then they try to solidify that and then they, they don't let anybody else in and then now all of you are of the same mind by 30 and then by 35 it's like you're just with those people and then now you're in this rut or something or you're in this space and you're when you're 35 and it's like you don't know what is missing but it's all of the other perspectives yeah there's there's greatness in finding who is who's like you because 100% I want to find people that are exactly like me and allow them to be around me and just like not like because knowing that you're not alone is a big big part of um being in your 20s mm -hmm. a lot of people's fear is that they're alone in their struggles or they're alone in them trying to succeed but you got to know that you're not alone in the other way which is there's other people that don't exactly think like me but are totally okay with their scenario and are doing their best in their field and what they're trying to do or even they don't they don't really care about you know doing too much they want a normal life with a cool family and it's like they're just doing that and it's like you're doing your thing and your your success has no bearing on their success and vice versa and just because you may make a lot more money than them or they may make a lot more money than you right now or later doesn't mean that you can't be any less friends mm. and we've got to be so fine in ourselves 
because that's that's the thing about um when your brain is fully formed it's like you're making more thoughtful decisions but people don't try to be thoughtful at 25 they try to you know look at like shade all the people that aren't like them and that's what i see a lot and it's like no you gotta you gotta be cool with those people fam you gotta be cool with those people because guess what in 20 years when we're running the world you're gonna need those people Mm. like what what i knew just for anecdotally what i knew when i was a kid is that my brothers were gonna need me like when you know like when you would have a fight with your sibling and that it's like and you do the silent treatment or something i say i know this nigga's gonna need me this 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 guy's gonna this guy's gonna call me to help him do something it happens like not even a month can go by without someone asking me to help them with something because one you got the skills and two that's your family so you're gonna go to your family first and it's like and it's just like that outside it's like you're gonna need someone that's not like you um six years or 12 years down the line you're gonna need you're gonna need that guy or that girl who works in this thing and doesn't really do something much just like oh yeah i remember i had an old acquaintance back in the day that used to do something like this i wonder what that and then now they're probably the head of the firm but head of their firm but because you didn't build that relationship you can't go straight you don't have a straight path to the thing that you need from them hmm. like i value relationships with people that are different than me so much and in this society i totally understand that look when we're running the world it's going to be totally different right now we're striving and we think we can like um you know put everyone in our peripheral but our peripheral has got to be so wide when it comes to just um or our our purview should be so wide when it comes to just what we care about it can't just be that straight shot vision of what we're trying to do right now in this moment at um in the decision that we made when we were 23 24 mm-hmm. it's got to be about who we're gonna be in in 20 years and 25 years and what the world is even going to look like at that point mm. like you got to care about the environment you got to care about the economy like you got you got to care about the people who are running the world now because in 20 years when our generation wants to have a relationship with china or africa or well not africa but like um nations in africa mm. as if africa is a nation in itself but yeah we got to care about those things we got to care about where is the new first world going to be built? Mm. Like, where, like it's not just going to be England and America. Mm. Like, you can tell that right now that it's not going to just be them. So it's like, where's the next space? It's like, and where where best suited can your skills be put to put to good use? It's like, hmm, Nairobi. It's like, can we like do certain things in Nairobi? And me, I'll I'll give you a little insight into what I'm doing. It's like, um. I care about agriculture a lot. Like I told you, I told you I want to be a farmer and that, innit? But I care about farming. Like when I'm when I'm old, old, mm. I want to have a farm and that. But prior to that, it's like I care about terraforming and really 
really caring about the earth that is fertile soil for us to grow stuff. And I was, funny enough, I was watching The Martian the other day and just how they were, ter- how it was terraforming Mars and growing potatoes on the Mars. The Martian? Yeah. The one with, um, the guy that does Born Identity, I think he is. Oh, yeah. That guy. Um, oh, my gosh. Matt Damon. That's the one. I'm sick yeah. at that, bro. Did you hear that? I pulled that <laughs> out of the... D- it's like when you was like, what's that word you're saying? <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, it's like... He was just terraforming Mars and it was like, roll. Like, and I was like, we can do this. Like, I was... I was one, like, well, before the Martian, obviously. I was like, we can 100% get more fertile soil in Nigeria like like there's other things that we can grow apart from mm. rice and stuff like that I, I was like I'm pretty sure we can grow coffee and, and just just those like just those type of things I was like and then it's like caring about and then I met this person who was listening to a TED talk about this woman who was talking about agriculture well not just agriculture but like biotechnology for creating fertile soil in um in Nigeria. But I would well, she was Ghanaian and working in Nigeria, but I would never have met that woman met or listened to that TED talk if I didn't have the idea and even speak it out. Now I wouldn't know and like me knowing that it can be possible has grew the seed of the idea even more so where like it's an active thought. Like, that's an active thought. Like, I think about what is the tourist community going to be like in 25 years for the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. I wonder what it's going to be like. I I really wonder, like, what are the houses going to be? What's Where's the, where's the centralised space going to be around there? And it's like, how can you better create um, a tourist environment in that archipelago? That's how you say that word, isn't it? Archipelago. Archipelago. That's the one. I was like, what? Archipelago. But yeah. Um, I like I think about all of that type of stuff. I think about the Virgin Islands and, you know, random stuff in it. But not random stuff, but stuff that is of the environment. Mm. Like with with like, like people are way. It's like, <laughs> I'm such a hipster. People are way way behind when um. Like, when I was thinking about, um, what's it called, recycling and stuff and plastic, mm. that was years ago. Like, when I cared, cared, and when I decided on my thoughts about that, that was years before everybody started caring about veganism. And like, I had fully formed ideas and fully fully fleshed out understandings about how the environment is going to be in 20 years. So when I'm 35, but these thoughts were back when I was 15 because I started thinking about recycling all the way back and how we were getting our meat way back when I was like six seven years old like that's the type of thoughts I was having at six seven Mm. so just to give you a type of understanding it's like bro we gotta care about everybody that's around us like genuine care not just care about ourselves but mm. care about everybody else as well. It's got to be one thought. And it's got to be a simultaneous thought. And 
it's got to be an active thought. It's like mm. you got like when I say active thought, I mean thinking. That's active thought. You got to think, and to think, you need. Do you think someone can change change that at at um like our age what? or even older? What do you mean? There, because because a lot of people they got bills, man. They got bills. They got family members who aren't too well. They've got. Um, you know, there's, there's there's people who haven't got much friends. There's people who don't who are trying to figure out what they're trying to do. You know, so so when it comes to a case of making that shift of actually, and it is true, the more you sort of orientate yourself around helping people. Mm-hmm even though that might take a long time or it might mm-hmm. take a while and you might get more frustrated and become more lonely from having to try and figure that out mm-hmm. it's gonna be more worth it in the end yeah and you're gonna actually because you're gonna have that that's how you build connections but yeah. do you think someone can orientate themselves that way yes from Put simply, yes. Um, because I think like here's okay. You go. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's no, like, no, no. Have that thought. Go on. I need to know. And it's such a weird mix of things because everything's just so hab like habitual. Mm-hmm. Like the majority of the things we do. Are based on, on based on things that aren't conscious. Yeah, like the majority. That's amazing. It's amazing. Of course, it's amazing because it's like imagine if you had to think to breathe. Yeah. Imagine if you had to think exactly how you. I'm walked. thinking about wait. When was the last time I took a breath? Now. <laughs> that's it's like that's funny. Imagine you had to think about the whole process of just saying a word, like like the voice box. Oh, <laughs> Archibald, <laughs> bro. I thought you were saying some next Archibald. like language. I thought you was talking yeah. some next shit, bro. That's what, like that's how I see the word, anyways. Archipelago. Archipelago. I don't even know what it means. I've just heard it. It means a cluster of islands. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cluster, okay. Like, like floating, obviously. They're not. They're not I thought it was something to do with like uh, an account of events. I don't know why. Oh, yeah, I know. Like, um, the reason I know that... I know it was a collection of something. Yeah. Right in those islands. I know that because of One Piece. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I heard Archipelago from Jordan Peterson. Oh, Because oh, he talks yeah. about the Gulag Archipelago. But oh, now yeah, it makes sense because the Gulag it. Archipelago... Yeah, what? it's... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's why you must have thought it was an event because it was like a series. Yeah, all right, I feel you. I feel you. I, I understand that. I get I get you. But yeah, we, oh yeah, yes. The answer simply is yes. And I use myself as case study in many instances like this. Like um, I used to experiment on myself a lot, general experiments, psychological experiments, to see whether one person can do certain certain type of things. And um, like this wasn't a major thought back in the day. And this wasn't like I didn't know this thought was as steep as it is when I was younger. Because I thought 
girls went off character. I didn't know girls went off height. Like girls go off. Like, when when girls think about partners, they go off height, then looks, then personality. Yeah. They go off height. What do you mean? You they, need to give that context. What do you mean? When girls, moment, when girls, I, when, disagree with when, when girls think about their partner, they f- go off. When they I, think about their partner. Yeah, yeah. When when they think about that's a different part, thing from f- what it that when what they a think situation about actually. going for a partner, they think about height first. Yeah, but that's different from an actual interact. Like when the the court in it's not situation is different. Like well, girl yeah. won't allow you to call her if she she doesn't think your whole existence isn't in her realm of possibilities. Would you? What do you mean isn't in her realm as possible as in she thinks she's better than you? Yeah. She'll generally think that yeah, you're but, not her but you're that's not, not bound fit upon to be her prince charming, so she won't allow you to call her. Well, yeah, the more that you've got in like, your favour. She's got yeah. appointment. She's got no, but it's not about favour, it's about how they think. It's like they think about her looks, personality. That's generally how it goes. Generally how it goes. I've done a lot of research on this in the past couple of years. Like but yeah, person. well, yeah, but but but, but it, it's different though because it's also it's also, it's also situational because not, yeah because girls are different because heights. because so depending two girl because exactly. you can say personality but there could be like this big fat ugly dude who say you've come to this these girls have come to this party and because he's the because status plays into that as well isn't it. You no, could be the guy like, who's who's hosting that party. You've organised this play in that whole situation. You're because of your situation. That's that's that, there's big some part for a lot of t- for a lot of the times. It's like it's unless you can wear your status. Yeah. Unless oh, you can no, wear no 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 because it's all sub subcommunicated, isn't it? It's like if the way people talk to you, it's like that same thing. For example, yeah, it's like if a girl sees you with another girl. Mm-hmm. And she's a good-looking girl. Yeah. Regardless of whether or not you're actually seeing or girl, that people will treat you differently because of that. You get what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's all, and and that's part of the perception as well. It's like how you carry yourself. That that's why I I don't, I don't necessarily think it's the same case because, uh, with what you're saying because. Mm. How you act and how you carry yourself, I think you're thinking bypasses that. Doesn't you're thinking too highly. I think. Well, no, no. Women are a lot more shallow than what you think. They're, no, yeah, but they're, they're, like they're, they're but that's increased. Why, no, like, but that's at least ninety percent more shallow. Than but that. that's why most of the time, I'm, I'm. It's actually, I'm, I'm. That's that's not. But what you I'm don't saying. have to think about it. So what I'm okay. saying, my point is, is like, if you have the confidence in who you, who you are in that situation and you charm and 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 you have your own sense of charm it's and it's not about the this whole Bro, thing I'm a of different, convincing I'm a and different, changing i'm a different i'm a different like literally i am an elite human being there's a difference there's a difference like i'm different like i said i didn't know that it was as deep, like the thought because this is that was really just a preface to the thought mm. Back in the day, I was like, I can possibly get any girl that I'll feel like. Mm-hmm. And it has nothing to do with who I am or what I look like. It just happens to be with how I approach the situation. Mm-hmm. Exactly like you're saying. Mm-hmm. But that's an elite thought. 
<laughs> like if you feel like you can charm your way into any situation and charm your way out which is a lot of what i um used to do when i was 17 to um at least 22 when like i would stop fights mm-hmm. um or just charm my way into um a girl's life or charm my way out of people fighting it's like you like i i just had i just run that experiment and just like saw that it really depended on how i felt about myself but then there was obviously other things because it's never just what you think because that's just um a mansplaining way to do it mm-hmm. it's like a lot of what like what the woman cares about such a weird word yeah well it's like you don't you're not really explaining the full situation women care about all of these things they care about looks they care about sexual attraction like they they have a lot more shallow tendencies more even so than men than um than what we think or what we yeah, allow it's more so about how the situation feels no it's not even just about how the situation feels she feels she's thinking about a long-term situation or even just your presence is it your presence yeah. Oh, we're not gonna have this conversation okay, right now because cool. this isn't like, like <laughs> we're, put, we're putting ourselves in a subcategory of conversation. But you were talking about can people change at our age, mm-hmm. and the answer is yes. It's like you can put yourself in a position where so you're allowed to create an environment around you. But you have to be open to many different types of scenarios and you have to be because a lot of times people do things when they're at their wits end mm-hmm. like literally what do you mean oh what like that's being reactive to situations it's the last straw. my back's against the wall what do i do so but me it's like niggas swore i was gonna die like at 22 Mm. Like, even where I grew up, living past 21, or even going to uni, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. So, if you don't have the wealth within yourself to even say to yourself, which I did at the age of like 11, 12, I'm going to go to uni, Mm. people aren't going to think ever for you that you're going to uni. Mm-hmm. unless your parents are obviously from that Nigerian background where it's like you go to uni but no one ever talked to me about uni I was I just had the idea by myself no one even spoke to me about finishing uni I didn't think my parents cared until they cared mm-hmm. but yeah uh, if a man like me like I said I'm I, like I put myself in the position of case study a lot of the times if a man like me um exceeded people's ex- expectations not just in relationships but within economic status social status and even health status it's like you can think like and you have you start at a higher base than whatever i started at you can 100 percent do it and like I said, my life is an example to show people that they can do exactly what they feel like doing. Like, with my existence, 
it's as if there's no excuse there's like there's jet like wet like <laughs> when people think um when people don't understand that you shouldn't or when people feel like you could possibly die it's like a dip like you live in a different type of plane mm-hmm. you live like in a different world it's like you're in out of hospital you're living your life by week by week and it's all of these things but when you decide that you're gonna live and surpass whatever their expectations is and you're gonna look past to the future and decide you're gonna carry on and be forthwith about yourself and say this shit is killing me right now this whole existence that i'm in is killing me i'm going to leave and i'm going to figure it out myself whatever this is is not good for me that situation being university whatever this is it's not good for me i have to leave and then i have to think so take a couple years out you start thinking Mm -hmm. you make the decision to think for yourself university for a lot of people isn't their own decision Mm. university was my decision to learn it wasn't my parents decision for me to have a degree it's a difference i learned what i needed to learn but what i had to learn was not on that curriculum what i had to learn was life Mm. that's on a different curriculum that's on experience and on a general day-to-day basis if i can change my life like this in three and a half years you can also do the same in a lot less time Mm. if you dedicate yourself to that or even more time because i've always thought like this but i haven't always been like this because there's a different situation where like you can just be in a barbershop thinking and like just talking about the world and like how all all of this thing can be like this and like saying oh i'm gonna run my own business and uh, all of this and it's like yeah i'm just thinking about all the ideas that i've got and blah 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 blah. but then when you say i i got my um limited company i've already registered for company house got my production company i've i've got i've got all the contracts that i need i've got my book i've written it it's getting ready to be released like got my event i've got a whole event space it's like oh this is an actual thing that he's doing like he's living on purpose Mm. like what he said he was going to do at the beginning of the year exactly how he said it he's doing it like you take a moment and you just like but he's him. Like, he's five foot nothing. He's got sickle soul. He's like, like he probably should have died all the way back there. All of those stigmas and like, he's in pain every other day and all of this and it's like. But he still found the time to get his shit together, start his in, um his corporation, and he's actually doing it. And not only that. He's an upstanding person in the community as well. Mm-hmm. And he's finding time to help other people. Not for money, but because his love of the game is just that high. In three years, three and a half years, I did that shit. Like, I was 
I was 23 when I had the thought. Like, I remember... How old was I? I was 22. Cried myself to sleep. Remember, I cried myself to sleep and I was like... I'm never going to live like this again. Like, I remember the day. I was like... This shit ain't happening to me. Would you... What... Like... What was the situation that made you feel like... Fam. Like that? It was... I think it was around... Um, it was around Ramadan. I was like 22. I was in uni. Let myself out of my apartment. It was um, bank holiday. The May bank holiday. And um, it was summer blazing. My um, my hemoglobin was low. I was feeling ill. Let myself out of my room, like I said. Didn't have my medicine with me. And um, there was no people in the reception to open the door. So I had to wait the whole weekend. I slept on my, bre- my brethren's floor. And I was like, I'm not responsible. Like, if I do one wrong thing, I could end up in hospital. And it's like, I'm not trying to live this way. I'm not trying to be on the floor scraping for pennies just to, just so I can buy food. Like, it's, it's like... A decision was made that day that I was going to be somebody someday. And I had to act in a way and I didn't know exactly what the plan was. But... I made the decision and I was forthwith about that plan and I decided to move like I decided to move towards that direction I decided to observe everything I move and then it's like I open myself to a lane of thought in every which way direction economics business psychology all of these type of things I decided to learn myself I decided to learn the world and I decided to learn society so that I could be best, I could find what's best suited to who I am. Like, like I said, it's like, I've always been good at thinking. Like, it's not like I wasn't a thinker and we didn't have grand plans and we didn't have all of these and all of that. It's like, it's just I'm acting on these things and being a responsible person. Like, I don't just have the words to move people with my charisma it's like I have the action to move myself forward so that my words can go further for other people I was always good at marketing like like I'm generally a marketing genius and it's like being able to understand that and it's like putting myself in a position where I can market myself and my friends in in the best way possible like, I literally um, thought about a marketing campaign. Like, I thought about a marketing campaign thing, and it's like, not thing, but it's like um, a structure for um, a company. And it's like, um, and, it's, and it's all of those type of things. And just bringing that together and making myself the best version of myself at this present moment. Like, last year, I said to myself, around four or five months ago, so May last year, I was like, I'm good enough. Like, I can do this. And then that's when, like, I started putting out my ideas. Like, first it was um, the architecture idea, and um, then it was the fashion idea. And then you saw my first fashion blog um, in August or something. Mm-hmm. And then you started seeing me dropping a blog after blog, and then all, all of a sudden we're here today, 170 blogs later, 
I don't know, maybe 50 essays later or something. I think it's more than that. But at least half, um, around a third of them are essays. And um, just a whole, like, a, a whole conglomerate or a whole, a whole bunch of ideas put forward because that is the mind of the person that decided I made the decision like I have a community like and it's a real community and they're tangible people but yeah like as long story short it's like people can change mm. and that's not on that anyway we are at our climax and that was our last words you have any last words Tyler? no that's it man I think yeah yeah, that's Good amazing. Uh, <clears throat> this has been not your typical NY typical on all social media platforms with LAX underscore ERA, like zero. Yeah, NY typical every single word. Please like, comment, subscribe, um, follow our podcast, leave a comment anywhere that you can comment and share it. Please, on our 10th episode, I implore you to share it. And thank you. Double digits. Peace, blessings and salutations. This has been the Culture and Camaraderie Podcast.